Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Infinite Boost Podcast. I'm so happy to be bringing you another episode. It's just like the good old days where we just do this every week. Isn't that nice? Isn't it great? Today's episode features Agent Jake, formerly known as Jake from State Farm. He is a Rocket League streamer and TikToker with over 200,000 followers on TikTok. It was a really, really good conversation. Jake was a really nice guy. It was really interesting to hear his perspective and just chat with him. Uh, I think that you will really enjoy it. He talks a little bit about it, but he was also a former professional golf player. So really interesting background. He's been in the Rocket League scene for a while. I almost just said the Rocket scene. Uh, but it was it was just a good conversation. Uh, of course, I am a little bit biased, but I feel like we've been on a really good roll of guests here recently, and I'm I'm just excited to be doing the show again. I think that you guys will really enjoy this episode. Uh, so why should I delay any longer? Let's just hop into it. And and before I do, I'm not very good at mentioning this all the time. But please, uh, if you are new to the show and haven't been listening for a while, or you have been uh, listening to the show and haven't gone through this yet, come join the Discord. Come hang out with us now that the show is getting active again and my content is becoming more and more consistent and active. Uh, We're becoming more consistent in the Discord, so I would love to see that community grow and more conversations to happen. Would love to have you there. So uh, find that in the description of the show and come join us and hang out and uh, have a good time. So that's all. Here we go with Agent Jake. Really nice guy. I think you'll enjoy this one. Roll the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Infinite Boost. And before we get into the show, uh, I I do record these episodes a little bit in advance, but I just wanted to touchly, touchly, briefly touch on the uh, the NA Regional Three Championship because something. I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk about that nonsense. <laughs> that's that's not what this show is about. And uh, people. Uh, on Reddit and Twitter have shared their opinions enough. And quite frankly, I'm over it. So we're going to get into what we're all here to do. And that's talk about playing Rocket League and getting better at Rocket League and just uh, everything to do with playing the game, nothing to do with the drama of the game. Uh, So today I have uh, Agent Jake, formerly the Rocket League streamer, formerly known as Jake from State Farm, now known as Agent Jake. Uh, and my first question for you, sir, would be, is your actual name Jake? Yes. My name okay. is actually Jake. Yeah. Okay. So no big reveal there. Fair enough. No, no, I'm All sorry. Right. Well, <laughs> now I have nowhere to go with the rest of this show. Dang it. All right. Yeah. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will say that uh, my name is uh, like, so my real name's Jacob, right? And But Spell it a little differently with a K, if that makes it any interesting, okay. more interesting. Ooh, my spicy. mom's name is Christy. She spells it with a K. So she's like, I'm going to name my kid Jacob, and he'll spell it with a K. So Nice. Make it right. somewhat interesting, I guess. It, that that And that kind of makes a little more sense with the Jake. Like, how come, yeah. like, I guess if you put J-A-C, it would be Jack. It'd be like Jackie, I yeah, guess. Yeah, instead of Jake. Yeah, so that's fair. It's a very common name. 
Yeah, and if you put an E at the end of it, then you would be a, uh, oh gosh, what are those people called in Magic the Gathering? Am I being too nerdy right now? I have what no are... idea. I've never played Magic the Gathering. Oh, well, it's probably better because, I mean, Rocket League is getting more expensive, but man, if you want to have to take out a second mortgage to play a game, get into Magic the Gathering. Really? Is it that oh, expensive? it's it's so I mean, it's not as expensive now, like with MTG Arena, like you can get stuff for free and it's all digital. But man, like back in the day and even now, like, you know, people are spending hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars on decks. No kidding. Yeah. And people wow. are complaining about paying twenty dollars for a <laughs> for a Lamborghini for a Lamborghini. Yeah. That's the cheapest Lamborghini you're ever going to get. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the game's free now. I don't know why people were complaining about how expensive the Lambo was. I know that like, cars used to be like two bucks. Uh, yes, very true. And but you maybe know, the game why. was also 20 bucks. Right. You know, so it's kind of, I'd say it's pretty much the same. I, I get it. You know, they put it in like a whole big bundle, you know. And uh, I don't think that Cyanix really understood what they had in their hands. Right? No, like, yeah. The game blew up. And they're just like, oh, maybe we can make some extra money with this DLC. And usually when people sell DLC, it's like, it is like three or four dollars. Right. But they, they, I think even back then they could have sold it for 20 and it would have been pretty much exactly the same. Oh, that people would have complained or that people would have. People would have complained, but people still would have bought it. Yeah. Just be happy that you guys don't play Valorant. They sell knives. That's what I'm saying. In Valorant for 30 bucks. One one weapon skin for like it doesn't even go over every gun would be like forty bucks. Yeah. For just some guns. Right. In in the whole arsenal or whatever it's called. But yeah, that that was I, I played Valorant for a solid couple of months and like right during the beta. I one big turnoff was I just didn't I didn't want to pay for the skins. Or I I, I never paid for the skins, but it made me like not respect the game if that makes sense like because they're just like sixty dollars or a hundred dollars for like a dragon skin yeah yeah i i understand that and at the same time like in the short term it's a lot of money in the long term like okay i'm dropping twenty dollars on this lamborghini and i'm gonna buy all of these cars that they're coming out with for this like thing uh the Mustang, is it a Mustang Ford? Yeah, it's or, supposed to be a Mustang and, and a, the, F, uh, the F1 car, yeah. I hate Ford. Just you do? Thrown, oh, yeah. Man. Like driving Fords, I do, I've do. i never enjoyed it. I have never I, owned a Ford vehicle. So I, I never know. will. They're, they just drive a little bit different than cars that I'm used to, so it's just, it's just not my thing. And I bought the F-150. I'm going to buy the Mustang and I'm going to buy the F1 car and I'm going to happily do it. And sure, 20 bucks sounds like a lot. And I will have that game for the or I will have those cars for the rest of my life. And I'm with how much I play Rocket League. I mean, I'm going to get a lot of mileage out of those things. Anyways, we are neither a drama Rocket League podcast or news, but I'm just I'm getting so worked up, Jake. (laughs) there's a lot of interesting things to talk about, but before we get into those, just tell me a little bit about yourself and your your relationship with Rocket League. 
how it started, not where you're at now, but how you kind of got to where you are. Okay. Um, So I was an Xbox kid my entire life, got an Xbox One, played Call of Duty. I was just played Call of Duty, every Call of Duty you can think of I played before I even knew what Rocket League was. Um, And Rocket League came out on the Xbox in February of 2016, I believe. And the game was already released on PS4 and PC in July of 2015. Mm -hmm. And I was just browsing through YouTube in July of 2015. And I'm, I come across this doomsday video uh, about Rocket League. And I'm like, I'm all in. I'm like, this, this looks like the best game I've ever seen. Like I I am all about this. It it just drew me in just watching the video. Like I would love to play this game, but I can't couldn't afford a PS4. Couldn't afford a PC. I'm just on my Xbox and I'm just waiting till February to play it. And I watched however many months that is of Rocket League gameplay before I even got to touch the game. So I was already kind of learning how to play the game before I even touched the game, if that makes sense. And once I started playing it, I never put it down for five years. And I and I don't know about you, but I have never played a game this long. Ever. Uh, uh, I, don't, close. I don't think that I ever had the opportunity opportunity to play this a game this long like i've mostly been into like rpgs i did play counter-strike some in high school but then like as i got into college started playing basketball like i was a big basketball kid growing up so uh my dorm was like right next to a gym so i'd mostly spend my time in the gym playing basketball so i didn't play as many video games but like in terms of video games there's never been anything like rocket league yeah and I yeah. doubt there ever will be. No, there. I mean, I would call Rocket League as close as you're going to get as like. I think Rocket League is going to go as long as Counter Strike. I think it's going to go a decade plus of game time for some people. Um, it's just one of those games that you own, but maybe you just don't play it all the time. If that makes sense. Sure. I think everyone owns Rocket League and always has, but you know, maybe they came back when it be, or uh, became free to play. Mm-hmm. You know, they had it back in 2016, but they haven't touched it. And they're like, oh, it's free to play now. Okay, I'll give it a try. And now they're all yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Counter-Strike. I own Counter-Strike, played it for like 300 hours four or five years ago, but I haven't touched it since. Right. So I I definitely think it's going to go that long. Um, oh, there's there's no question. And I think, you know, I mean, getting into the whole idea of esports and quote unquote, dead game, things of that nature, like there games will always have their communities. Like I, unless like a new Rocket League comes out or something extremely similar to Rocket League that is somehow superior to Rocket League, which I just don't think is possible. Like, and this might be overly optimistic and I'm a very optimistic person. I don't see Rocket League going anywhere ever like it will just be a staple esport it might not get any bigger than you know 150 200,000 people watching a major or a final and that's extremely sustainable absolutely like there are plenty of esports orgs that can make money off of it there are plenty of you know there's plenty of money there within that you know million to million and a half people playing on a consistent basis for this to be something ongoing for a, a really, really long time. For sure. And it's it's growing. 
rapidly. Totally. Like, you know, I remember watching season five RLCS, you know, and there were like 40,000 viewers. And mm-hmm. now we'll we'll just have like a random week and it'll be like 150K. Right. So well, and every definitely week feels, it feels like a random week every week just because, well, yeah, now because of how the, much yeah. RLCS there is. It. I mean, I can go into that. Like there is just, I can't keep up with it. I just try to follow like certain teams yeah. now and it's like, okay, is this team playing today? All right, I'll mm-hmm. watch this. I'll watch them play, but I'm not really keeping up with like the entire process of getting to be champions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I think it'll be really interesting to see how RLCS evolves after this season, because I, I, I honestly enjoy uh, the format of it overall, having the more elongated season, giving the really good teams their opportunity to shine and progress and like cement their place as the better teams. Um and at the same time, like there are people that are clearly fans of specific teams or specific players. So like, oh, you know, the Bulls game is on tonight. So I'll be able to watch the Bulls game and know exactly when it is and watch it then. But then at the same time, they're always doing these formats that are tournament style or elimination. So you don't know what's going to happen. But it'll be interesting to see if they like clean it up a little bit and make it easier to follow. Because I certainly have heard a lot of feedback from uh a decent number of people that i've talked to that it's just so much rocket league and you see that a lot on twitter um yeah from both players and coaches and you know enjoyers of the game right i'm totally fine with the amount of rocket league i I think that was the problem in the past was that it's like okay it's over now we got nothing to do for nine months right that stinks you know it's like well i want more of this and they're definitely doing that um it's just too hard to follow. That's, that's literally it. Yeah. Um, what I would like them to, what I would like to see them do is franchise and then make it like a bulls game. You know, like you're following, let's say you're following whatever team and you're only watching that team every time they play. And let's say, you know, let's, let's compare it to the NBA. They've got how many games, like 82 games in a season or something like that. Mm hmm. Um, have it be just like that or however many games that they want to do, but just like that. And then you make the playoffs and then it's just like, you know, game seven, best of best of seven series all the way to the finals. And then it's over. Everybody understands that, uh, in normal sports and they play all the time. Right. So I think if they, if they do that, it'll be a lot easier to follow and we'll have more rocket league. Yep. So so one last question, and then we'll. I'm I'm curious your thoughts on this, and then we'll get back on a little bit more on track. So, sure. do you feel like uh, having like an elongated season, like a baseball season, football, basketball, a traditional sports season, that would be as engaging as having these different style tournaments every weekend? I think they would be. I even with the format that they have right now at least everybody that I talk to for the most part and myself, I only follow specific teams anyway. Sure. You know, I'm not following the entire spring split or, or whatever it is, or, yep. y- you know, the, the Lamborghini open. I'm like, what? Uh, okay. That's cool. But <laughs> it's, I think it would be exactly the same. It would just be easier to follow for everybody because mm-hmm. you know, when I'm, when I'm thinking back again to like something like uh season five, my parents got into that and they're in their fifties. They, yeah. they followed cloud nine. They're like, yeah, let's go cloud nine the whole time. 
Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, okay, this game's going to be really cool because my 50-year-old parents are into this. Sure. And if it's this easy to follow for them, then anybody can get into it. That's fantastic. But yeah. the way that it is right now is just too complicated. Sure. I've, I, I will, and again, I'm a Rocket League fanboy. I will support them in everything that they do because at, at the end of the day, like this is just a giant experiment for them. They don't know what they're doing. They're trying things and seeing how it works. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, putting sure. on another shoe and seeing how that fits. I'm intrigued by the idea of having and like a full year season that's like a traditional sport, because really, at the end of the day, it is a sport that is just electronic. Yep. Um, but then having like quarterly or bi-monthly tournaments like what they're doing right now just that might be worth a few extra points or just to like spice things up a little bit. Cause I like seeing these different styles of tournaments and I think having a, a year long standing or like a schedule that's put out every week, like the Sonics are going to be playing V one and G two this week. And this is when they're going to be playing and they're going to be on this channel and you can watch them then. Love it. And then they just have like the schedule. I think that I think that and the stability of that would be good for planning for the players and coaches and they'd know what to expect instead of the chaos of just having these giant tournaments every weekend plus the grid. Yeah. It is a lot. It is a lot. It, it's it's a lot for everybody, but it's yeah. what everyone wanted. Totally. We all wanted more Rocket League. They're just they're experimenting, like you said. I, I mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with that. I think they're still figuring it out. And once they do figure it out, then it's it's going to be fantastic. But, yeah. Based on the yeah. last nine months, I can honestly say like it can it can only get better. Psionics yeah. has really impressed me with everything that they've been doing to improve the game, add things to the game, uh, you know, try new things, and and develop further as a company and and a esports program and just a video game. So I am totally agree. I'm I'm not concerned at all about what they're going to do next. I, I do wish they be. would be a little bit more uh, vocal about it, kind of communicate it a little bit more, uh, what they're working on, what they want to be doing. Um, maybe they have reasons for not doing that that I just don't know. Uh, but I remember back in like 2016, 2017, they told us everything right on on Reddit and Twitter and. You know, it's because they were a lot smaller back then. And now they're, you know, Epic Games is involved. And based on their experience with Fortnite, I'm sure they're like, don't tell them anything. You know? Yeah. And the stakes are so much higher now. As soon as you say something, you're. you're, Everyone's going to go bash it on Twitter. Well, not just that, but that's the thing, right? So if you have an idea and you think it's great, but then it turns out that something actually kind of sucks. If you already said that idea, then you're kind of stuck with that thing that may or may not kind of suck so it's the like the the and i to that point when they do communicate things which is they're communicating more now than they were in 2017 2018 for sure they didn't say anything back then right (laughs) like Like, that's there is a lot more communication happening now in terms of like roadmap here's what to look forward to here's what we're working on like they have the seasons linked up with the rocket pass. So we know what to expect there. And, you know, they're giving us tidbits towards the end of every season of like what to expect. Um, and obviously we want to know because we're excited and we're curious about like what's next. 
and you know you spill the beans and then that's you're stuck to that right i agree yeah so it's tough so anyways you yeah. were you were an xbox boy and you were learning about the game before you could even play the game and then you get the game and where does it go from there oh it was terrible <laughs> like i i uh i watched probably i think it's like six seven months of the game and i'm like oh i'll be great at this when i pick it up and then of <laughs> course you know everyone thinks that it's like oh this game looks so easy you know it's just rocket powered cars it's not too hard and then the, you pick up the pick up the control and you're like you have no idea what to do <laughs> oh yeah I, i'm seven thousand hours into the game now and sometimes i'll pick up the control and be like what am i doing today like this oh. is you know everyone everyone goes through that it's such a hard game i just tweeted out a little bit ago that when I play Rocket League, I feel like I have the coordination of a three-year-old, and that's probably offensive to three-year-olds. <laughs> and I, that's that's kind of like how I feel right now. Yeah, I, I feel that way too sometimes, where it's like, I, I can't keep up with these 12-year-olds right now, man. <laughs> they are they are incredible. And you're, what, where is your rank right now? I My highest rank right now is GC3. Okay. In in threes and twos and ones now. So I'm I'm close to SSL. Um I have I same exact thing last season. But um it was a I got to G C in season three, just like everybody did. Um you know, the original season three, not the new one. Right. Season uh, three, not S three. Right, exactly. Um I got the G C in like around three hundred hours, which is pretty quick. But it was really easy to get GC back then. It was like a kind of a messed up MMR system. The season was like nine months long or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so I got it. And then it was like a meme that I even had it, right? It's like, yeah, this is the easiest season you could ever get it, whatever. Yep. I was like, all right, well, I'll prove it to you guys that, you know, I actually earned this. So I just started playing the game more and more and more. Um, you know, at first when I played the game, I only just wanted to beat my friends. That was just my only incentive to play the game. It's like, I just want to be better than my friends when we do Were private matches. No, they weren't. They just, I just played more than them. And sometimes yeah. that's all that matters in Rocket League. Um, I just played it more than them. And eventually they were like, you know, how are you doing this thing? You know? And I'd be like, well, I'll, I'll stream it for you. So I started streaming it on my Xbox um, so that they could kind of see what I was doing. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's kind of how my streaming career start started that way um but i just i just kept playing the game and then i eventually got to a point where i'm like you know i wonder if i could i could play this game professionally or i i just have no i had no idea because i wasn't high enough to play with the big boys yet but i hadn't really had a chance to mm -hmm. so i just started going around from team to team to team and eventually i found out that i just like making content more than being a pro Sure. And, and t teaching people why the pros are so good and what they do to that makes them so good. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what I've been doing for years now is just that. Do you enjoy doing the teaching stuff like that? I mean, that's your TikTok. You do that a lot on Twitch. Yeah, like, I, do you enjoy I, that? I do a lot. Um, I love helping people get better at the game for sure. It's, but it comes down to, I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot with these oh, people. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I am saying the same, you know, I'll do replay reviews on, on my stream. And I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again. It's like, yeah. guys, you're not boost routing. 
you're not you're going for big boost here when you should be over here you know you should you're you're literally saying the same thing over and over and over again that's where it gets a little bit tedious totally um, which you know i i guess that's what being a teacher's like you know you're just kind of dealing with the same thing over and over again it's, and, it, and it's good i i do enjoy it a lot for sure period okay i period, wasn't sure yeah i wasn't sure if you were <laughs> i do going. enjoy it it just gets a little bit a uh, little tedious yeah no i same, same thing no i i completely understand that so tell me a little bit about your process of just like do you feel like getting to gc3 or the skill level that you are at came pretty naturally to you it did at first and then it became about the hours that I put into it. So I, I think I had an advantage immediately because I had so much information about the game before I even started playing it um, by watching all those videos before even playing. At least that's way in advance in at first. Um, and then that's kind of all I did was kind of looked up videos on how to do certain things and what, you know, and I watched pro gameplay all the time. All I did was watch pro gameplay and see and try to copy exactly what they do and, and just make the exact same movements, same decisions, same everything, because they're the best. Um, when it comes to getting to GC3, I think it just took time. And I think uh, that's what a lot of people don't really think about nowadays is, you know, you, newer players are like, "Hey, I'm at I'm at 200 hours and I'm plat one. Is that good? You know, or they, they'll ask me that all the time. Sure, it's like yeah. I'm at mm -hmm. this rank after this many hours. Is that good? And I'll go, Yeah, that's fan that's great. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. It, no matter they could be 2,000 hours in and they're gold, and I'll say the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's like you you are putting in the effort and and you're gonna get it back through your rank and and your you know winning and losing things like that." But at least for me, getting to GC3, it just took a lot of hours to get there. Just putting in the time. So I'm at 4,700 hours. And I've been like around Champ 1 since 2018. Like okay. late 2018. I've put in hours, right? Like I've put right. in a good amount of hours. And I feel like I've been in the same place. So, and I mean, champ one now is different than champ one was a year ago. For sure. Yeah. Uh, just based on like how they done free to play and things look even different -er now than like season one, just because they've like messed with the MMR ranges a little bit. Tell me a little bit about like putting in the time but there are certainly different ways of putting in time. Absolutely. So in those, um, you said 4,700 hours, right? Yeah. What have you, like, what's been your primary focus? Do you just play ranked? Do you play with your friends? Do you solo queue? Do you only do private matches? Not a lot of private matches. There's a, There's been a good amount of, like, playing with friends uh that are all better than me like i've been playing with guys that have been in gc since season two right uh like the majority of that extra play time and i do a decent amount of solo queuing 
Um, But I also have spent a fair amount of time, especially over the last year or so, um, spent a fair amount of time in free play and training packs and things of that nature. So it's, it's not like I'm just, you know, playing games, but I am spending time in training anyways. Uh, like this isn't, this isn't necessarily a specifically for me type thing. Um, but just because of like, I know of what I've done with the past three years of my rocket league life, that just a blanket statement of putting in the time doesn't necessarily get you what you're looking for. I, the hours and the time that you put in depends on what you're doing within them. So I have, I think I'm at almost 7,200 hours now. And I would say 60% of those hours is in free play and training. Um, I think every high level professional player will tell, I think squishy muffins has like 11,000 hours or something. And he said that like 6,000 of those hours and isn't solely free play, just driving around getting so good at knowing how the ball is going to bounce off of every corner that he can do whatever he wants. Right. So Um, taking it another level deeper, because I can, I've spent my fair share of time in free play and not necessarily seen anything come out of that. Right. So putting in the hours, making sure that you're quote unquote doing the right things and then also how do you or you know putting in the hours putting the in the hours in maybe free player training packs but then what do you do with free play and training packs that actually leads to improvement as opposed to just activity right so i think that's changed over time because back in the day you could you could potentially not even know how to aerial and and get gc like you 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 could stay on the ground the whole time if you get good at your ground mechanics you could have you could get gc that maybe two three years ago now everyone is so mechanically gifted at the game that the whole the whole meta has has shifted it's like okay this was important back then now um you know maybe your ground play was more important back then nowadays your mechanics seem to be everything because people are just so good mechanically that if you just aren't practicing the same like not the same way that they are but as as much as they are on their mechanics you're just going to fall behind so maybe that's why you feel you know i don't know what you're working on in free play um but there's just so many people enhancing just their mechanics and maybe not their game sense or their decision making skills which are hard to hone in free play for sure um, you, it is a possibility to, to figure that out, but uh, I, a lot of this stuff honestly just depends on the person. What kind of player are you? And I think if you can figure that out as quickly as you can, or, or not as quickly as you can, but like what type of play style do you want to be really good at and how you can fit that and mold that into how you progress as a player is really important because a lot of people just drive around in free play. And, you know, they're, they're putting in the hours, but is it toward like what they're geared to, to being in the game, if that makes sense. Yep. Like if, if you're a, if you're like a Justin 
you know, you're the aggressor. You're you're constantly on the ball, being as fast as possible, trying to outplay the other team mechanically. Whereas you got another player like Turbo Pulsa who will barely know how to flick the ball, but it'll go in the net somehow. You know what I mean? It's, he missed so much this past weekend. I I know. It's unbelievable <laughs> and how he many is the times... best player of all time. <laughs> how does he miss so much? He misses at the right time, man. Like he he can afford to miss, you know. Well, at, that at just it just shows you how good Mist and Atomic are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mist is probably the most underrated player in the world. I would say he's probably the best player in the world. <clears throat> Atomic is close to that trying he's he's getting up there and then turbo just knows how to win he's really good at that i don't yeah it, he, and a lot of people are like how is this guy the four time the four time champion when you know like he just he just gets it done he does all the little things and he knows his play style like i was saying he knows his role on a team and it's not necessarily him hitting every ball but it's mm-hmm. getting that bump it's getting that demo stealing the boost at, at the right time you know just taking people out of their comfort zone that's what turbo does i guess and then and then you just leave it to mist to double flip reset on the other team and, and get the goal you know yeah he's so good mm-hmm. he's so good um okay so going back let's talk let's talk about this a little bit more how does one um come to realize or develop a, a concept or idea of the kind of player that they are well, it, it, that takes, I, I, I'm going to keep saying this, it just takes time to kind of figure that out. Um, I think most people can kind of give a gist of, of the type of play style that they're at. Um, just a few hundred hours in, maybe a couple hundred hours, it's like, you know, I, I really like to lay back and play defense, or I like to be the, you know, I, I, I want to be the mechanical god that every player wants to be like, you know, like, people figure that out pretty early on and it's like, all right, go for that. Go for it. Or do you want to be that, that second man that's really good at disrupting like turbo Polza, you know, like grabbing boost, stealing boost, making sure you have a ton of boost, um, bumping demos, you know, stuff like passing things like that. Um, you kind of figure that out early on. Uh, but a lot of players, you know, they, especially in ranked, you're, if, especially if you're solo queuing, you're going to be put out of your comfort zone a lot. You know what I mean? Like you, mm-hmm. you want to play a certain way and then you go solo queue ranked. And then all of these people are making it so that you can't do that. You can't go and be that aggressor because they're ball chasing or whatever that you know, they think they're, that they're doing and you can't do what you want to do. So then that's where it comes into play. It's like, okay, this is my play style. I'm sticking with this. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want to be the aggressor, I'm not going to let this guy out aggress me. I'm going to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I've never been like that. I've never enjoyed getting really good at every mechanic in the game. I like being as efficient and consistent as possible, at least for me, you know, making sure I always have boost, save every ball that comes my way, never missing a save, um, passing, always worked on passing and then being a really good ground shooter. If I can do all those things, then that's my play style. And I hone that as best as I could. And nowadays it's like, all right, you really need to up your mechanics because everyone's just getting crazy at the game with all these training packs and workshops, YouTube videos that you can watch to get really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the meta is sort of changing in that way. But play style wise, 
you can you can really kind of figure that stuff out pretty early on and try to stick to it even though the game tries to force you away from it all the time i guess is the point i'm trying to make yeah um and then just sticking to it is the really hard part in rocket league to like the play style that you want to play correct well and i really think it depends on how you choose to play the game whether that's solo queue or um with with people and i guess that is part of what goes into your play style as well because sometimes the people that you solo queue or end up with in solo queue can dictate your play style because if your play styles combat like somebody something has to give or you just have to be fully committed to losing that game pretty much yeah. If you're like getting in each other's way, <laughs> that's what makes rank so frustrating. You know, it's like, I want to play this way, but I'm being forced to, to play a different way that I, I really don't want to. Um, whether that's from players on your team being too passive or too aggressive, not, I'm, I'm sure the biggest complaint ever is my teammates don't rotate. I think everyone said that at some point. Where it's like you, if you're solo queuing like that and you don't know your teammates, then it's just all about adapting to to the situation. That's where you hone your skills in a totally different way. It's like, all right, this team's being crazy and my teammates are doing whatever. I'm going to adapt to make sure that we give our team the best chance to win. Or you do know them and you're just letting yourself be frustrated anyways. Yeah. There is that. Yeah. <laughs> there is that aspect of it. It's 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 such a complicated thing. The Rocket League is so there's so many finite nuances to the game that just make oh. it so absurdly complicated that sometimes you just don't know what to do. Um especially within just a 5 minute time span. It's not really a long time to kind of figure it out, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to be pretty quick with that. Mm-hmm. Um that's why it's so frustrating sometimes, for sure. So going back a little bit to like finding it, and I feel like this kind of encompasses everything of, you know, how to be effective in free play, how to be effective in training, how to figure out your play style, like how to learn how to maybe just like learn the game and become a better student of the game. I I feel like there is some self-awareness ideas or um, some more mental aspects to the game that might, I mean... I'll just be honest, they eluded me because I'm, you know, just in the past two or three weeks, not necessarily realizing mistakes that I make, but I guess coming to terms with those mistakes and actually making efforts to correct them, which, you know, one of them being missing the ball on a consistent (laughs) basis. And yet, like, I've been in, I've been where I've been, and yet, I I know because I'm improving now. So if I had been if I had started working on these mistakes that I'm making now two years ago, who knows where I'd be? So I guess it's kind of like a twofold question of how can somebody come to terms with like who they are as a player to kind of continue moving forward, and if somebody wants to progress on a consistent basis. How would you suggest that they keep themselves in like a feedback loop or 
uh, just be aware of themselves so that they can be in a constant uh, state of like asking themselves, what do I need to work on? How can I be effective? What is the next step for me kind of right. situation? I, the number one answer I have for that is getting coaching. There are so many incredible players that are just willing to help you that coaching everyone should be getting a coach everybody that that's what i did super early on um probably like 400 hours in i immediately went looking for a coach in rocket league to see like am i really this type of player like because it's really hard to analyze yourself you know like you're like eh, am i really this way I, you you kind of want an outside opinion right on if you are this type of player or or what kind of help you can get from somewhere else, I guess, besides yourself. Um, and I went and I, I got really lucky and I, I joined, uh, do you know who, uh, you know what 72 pin connector is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're in RLCS right now. Yeah. Um, I joined them in 2017 and before they were well known at all. And I got coaching from not Josh or his, his name is, not Josh, like that's his username, not Josh, but his, his right. name is just Josh. Um, he's he is the 72 PC RLCS coach today, and I got coaching from him back in 2017, all the way through like 2020. You know, I got three years of coaching from the guy who's just like he has never really played the game himself. To like, he I'm pretty sure he got uh, I think his highest rank is like GC, GC2. Um, so he's a good player but he's always just focused on the coaching aspect of the game and helping other people get better. And just by analyzing the game, like look, going into the replays and seeing like, Oh, if you did this, this would have changed so many different aspects of your play would have made the game this way. It's like genius level stuff that you'd never even think about. Um, I got that pretty early on, at least if I'm thinking of my perspective of getting coaching really really early i think a lot of people go a very long time in rocky league without getting proper coaching or, or the the proper help that they need to get to the that next level hmm yeah <laughs> interesting so my, it, my answer would just be coaching get yeah. coaching for sure and uh that is something that you've actually done yourself yep i you know I have a lot of experience in the game. I got a lot of coaching. I try to kind of spread that message around of like, you know, doing specific things and that can help your game. Like not be on, not playing rocket league. Like it's on hard mode. If that makes sense. Sure. You can, there are certain things in rocket league that you can do that make the game way easier on yourself. Um, that people just don't do like 95% of the player base just doesn't do it. And so then what are some things that you found through those experiences that you didn't necessarily see yourself? Uh, boost routing. That's the number one thing is boost routing. I never, ever thought about it. If, you know, if you look at an aerial view of the entire field, there's boost everywhere on the field, you know, the little pads, but everyone just goes for the big boost because it's bright and shiny but it's completely out of position, you know, way on the side of the field, way off in the corner. 
where there's boost pads everywhere. If you just mm. route yourself through them, you can have a hundred boost in five seconds. Um, and you're still in the middle of the field being a part of the play of the next play or the play yeah. that's happening. Whereas if you go off into the corner and grab that boost, you're, you got to burn half that boost to even get back into position. That was the, that was the biggest game changer for me was, was boost routing for sure. Huh? Yeah. That's, that's definitely the number one thing I try to teach other people is, you know, you're way out of position here just cause you went for boost. You could have grabbed this pad, this pad, this pad, and you're already turned around and you could have scored a goal. And they're like, what? <laughs> like half the time. <laughs> just don't know what's going on. I'm like, so you're saying I don't have to go for big boost? Like, no, you should almost never. Like, there are times to go for big boost, of course, if it's within the play. But, or you're just rotating all the way back. You're being that third man or something. Um, but most of the time, you can just drive through the boost pads and, and you're good to go. What about car control? How does, how does one um, level up their car control to a place uh, where you can hang with GC players. So car control, meaning like uh, the mechanical side of everything or just doing what you want to do every single time. Do you like, like yes. you mean like air car control? And yes. Both. Okay. So everything. all of it, just, <laughs> just tell me everything. Okay. Um, well, it, it's just practice, man. That's it. You, you just play. Every pro player has like 8,000 plus hours in the game right now. Uh, you know, I don't want to keep saying that they put in the time because everyone's going to be like, okay, so what did they do specifically within that time to get so good? And honestly, it's just like going into a training pack and doing that. Uh, I think the most popular pack I've ever seen is shots I shouldn't miss. Yeah. You know the pack I'm talking about? Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> doing that pack like hundreds of times so that you legit never miss those shots. So here's, here's the thing for me that really just makes me want to, you know, step on my, like stomp on my own foot, <laughs> stomp on my own foot is that there are, there are things that I do in game that I screw up on a consistent basis and I don't take the time to work on them. Like, what am I thinking? <laughs> That's a mental thing right there, for sure. It's, it's just, uh, is it just not wanting to work on it, you would think? Or do you think? I mean, I guess. Yeah. It, it, it's either, it's either that and I. I'm getting better about that. Like I'm a lot better about it now. And I said this in another episode, so I won't go over it too much, but like imagine, so there's a, there's a pack on the, on the main page of the training packs right now called gold to plat. I think it's just gold hyphen plat. And the right. first shot is a ball just kind of slowly bouncing. Like it takes one bounce and then you can shoot it. Uh, it's going like East West. Like if right. you imagine it, yeah, it would be east-west and then you're facing north-south, right? So it's coming across the goal and uh, I've been practicing letting it take a bounce and then hitting it like at the top of the net right down the middle of the field. And okay. I've been, I, I 
found the pack accidentally because I was just like, oh, this is gold plat. I wonder if I could do it. And then I try this first shot and I could not hit it consistently <laughs> because like with power down the middle of the field, like upper part of the goal. I just couldn't do it like even two, three times in a row. Couldn't do it. And in game, everybody has missed this shot where you're going down the field and somebody gives you a really good pass down the middle and you think you just have it lined up perfectly and then it just sails past you and you yep. you double jump through nothing. And you're just like, well, that's stupid. It's it, such it a, is stupid. It's, it's frustrating. Su- it's, it's such a basic shot. Yeah. And it's still very complicated. <laughs> like that's a complicated I mean, shot. Pro players to this day still miss open nets. All the time. The game's just too it the game's just hard. There's there's yes. no other way to put it. The game is just infuriatingly difficult. Um to a point where it's like how am I missing this shot? Like you're saying, right? How I put in so much time at getting good at this game. And then you just get to, in your eyes, this basic, like, you know, right to left shot that you're supposed to hit upper 90 every single time. Whereas it's just the hardest shot you've ever done for some reason, for no reason at all. It just is. Well, and it's, it's the difference between knowing how to do something. That sentence just sounded really weird when I said it out loud, knowing how to do something. Okay. That's right. Yep. And actually being able to execute it like i know how to flip reset yeah there's no way in god's green earth that i'm actually gonna be able i can't it's just like you you're a perfect example of this you watched rocket league videos for months and then when you actually got the game you couldn't do anything and exactly I'm, i'm not trying to like say that i'm any better but like that is that is a perfect example you you can watch a tutorial video on how to do anything in Rocket League a million times, but if you can't do it with your with your hands on the controller in the right situation within the game, then you're not going to do it. You know, there's right. there's the knowledge part of it, and then there's the mechanical ability to do it consistently. And Those I are two totally different things. I yeah. think that it's not necessarily a like I would I would say that I am a very and I'm a very intellectual slash analytical person. And so the idea that I know how to do something and I'm stubborn. Uh oh, I'm, the, I'm the exact same way. Yeah. Absolutely. So the idea that I know how to do something should be good enough that I can actually do it. Right. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I used to be a professional golfer before I was a content creator. Like actual professional golfer? Like I, I played golf for a living. Wow. And I taught people how to play golf for a living too. You know, because That's I'm, crazy. Not, I'm not like, I wasn't Tiger Woods or anything where I'm out winning the masters or something. Wait, but I was, how, I was playing how old are you? Tours. If you don't mind me asking. I'm 26. Okay. So, you know, not young, but not old. Retired. Yeah, pretty much. In the (laughs) Rocket League scene, I am a boomer. I'm as old as it gets. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. (laughs) You don't have to. If you're over 18, you're a boomer in in Rocket League years, honestly. But um, that's how golf is. You, you, You know, I've made 
millions of three foot putts. Right. Oh man, I thought you were about to say millions of dollars. I was like, no, good on you, man. Congratulations. <laughs> no, no, That's no. I, I like I played on many tours, and if I won, I got like a couple grand. You know, it wasn't anything all that crazy. And then I got I got injured. Uh, couldn't mm. play anymore. Got into video, like got way more into video games. I'm like, oh, the, like there's Twitch. This is cool. Started doing that. You know, like it all it all came full circle to be a good thing. But um, with golf, it was just I've made a million three foot putts, and there would be just sometimes where I'm in the middle of the round, like you're saying, like you're in the game, right? And you just can't hit this right to left shot in the net. Same thing with golf, made it a million times. And you just miss that three-footer sometimes. You just do. It just doesn't go in. Um, you may have done everything right. You've put in the time. you put in the practice. And then the most frustrating thing in the world happens where you, you th- you're thinking to yourself, I've done this so many times, there's no way I miss it. And then you do. Right? Can I share with you the thing that's just boggling my mind the most right now with this game? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and obviously it's, I'm, I'm going to do my best to kind of illustrate with words what is going on. So let's say you're in free play, you're, you're, you're hitting the ball around, uh, you maybe flick the ball up in the air or for whatever reason, the ball goes high up in the air and you get a really high bounce. And let's say like you're looking straight, um, you're looking at 12 o'clock, right? And maybe the ball is bouncing at like somewhere in between 10 and 11. So it's barely off to the left, but it's still like off to the left, right? So then I turn my car in that direction and like start heading what I think is that way. But then when I jump... My car is, it could be either way, just like too far to the left or too far. Like I struggle so much right now with making those minute little turns and lining up. So maybe I could jump up into the air and start like an in-air air dribble or, you know, get a touch that can be followed. Those are so confounding to me. And I I haven't the slightest idea why I can't line those up. Honestly, I I think you're in your head. In in my opinion, you know, like uh, you're just uh, if if you're thinking about that tiny finite little turn, then maybe you're a bit, you know, that sounds a little bit too analytical. You know, you're you're thinking about it a little bit too much, right? Um, well, that's so the only way I can think of that, okay. Um, uh, I will say in my defense, and I know that I'm just trying to make myself feel better to a point. So I will own that, that I do get in my head a lot. And my wife would say the same thing that I get in my head a lot. Um, it's something that I've just recently kind of like come into ownership of that. I like really screw things up. Like I'm one of those guys that'll go for an aerial and then have to like, push my car way to the left because I just was not lined up for the aerial very well. So it's like, do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. You go up for an aerial and instead of just being able to go straight for the ball, first I have to realign my car in the air so that I can actually go towards the ball and I'm wasting all that boost because 
Like it just would have been more efficient to line up my car in the first place. So right. I've, I've gotten better, but now when I'm trying to get those finer touches, you know, going for those beautiful, I mean, I was going to say Justin, but like everybody does them now. Atomic pulled them off plenty and missed. And like right. a lot of players do them where they jump up in the air and catch the ball with a gentle touch to start an air dribble somehow in the air. Like when I try and do that, there's something about how I, it goes back to my coordination. Like I'm just a little uncoordinated on that. And maybe it's just spending more time in free play. Maybe it's like setting up a training pack where the ball bounces and I have to line up my car on those angles. But I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on how I could correct that or line those up, but there's something about just lining up my car that is a big disconnect for me in this game. That At least right now. Right, yeah. It, it, it'll it probably just come and go if I'm really being totally honest with you. Like, I would love to give you an answer where it's like, do this one specific thing, and that'll never happen to you again. Well, right? then go ahead and do it. I don't have, an a- I don't have that answer. <laughs> you know, it's just like... Um, what do I know, even do this podcast for? <laughs> right. It's, you know, there, that just does not exist in this game. Yeah. It doesn't. The the one like, you, you know, if I'm just thinking of my Twitch chat every day. They'll, they'll come in and they'll be like, you know, they'll ask me, uh, how do you get so good at this one thing? Or how do I do this specifically? And it's like uh, most of the time I just say, just go practice it. And they'll be like, I do practice it. And I go, okay, how long? They're like, you know, like maybe 10 minutes, 10 minutes a day. And I'm like, well, okay. You know, I put probably 2000 hours into that (laughs) and, you know, ask Squishy Muff. He's probably like, oh yeah, I've spent thousands of hours on that too. It's like, that's just how it is. If you want those finite, perfect touches that Atomic and Mist can do consistently every single time, it is because they have put in the time to get so good at it. Um, that's kind of the the biggest, I would say, um, uh, where people maybe don't want to get into Rocket League is how much time is required to get to that level. Mm-hmm. It, it is just an absurd amount of time. I would I would equate it to CSGO, where you're, you just, your knowledge of the game, your mechanics of the game, it just takes time and practice to get really good at it. And that's not something that people want to hear. <laughs> In, in my experience, they don't want to hear that. They're like, well, I want the one-stop shop to get really good at this. Right. And I just, there is no answer for that. It doesn't exist. Unfortunately, I wish it did, but it, it doesn't. I don't want it to because then everybody could just have that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I like that you have to put in the time. That's why I like Rocket League. It's, it, it is putting in the time. I mean, it is it. a one-stop shop. Right, practice, put in the time. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to be at that stop for four, five, six thousand hours. Yep, exactly. You're going to be there for a while, um, but it will happen eventually. Like if you keep putting in the time to line up your car and hit it the way you want to, eventually it will just it'll click. You will never mess up that hit ever again, or maybe you know one out of every a hundred instead of one out of every ten. So you you pay attention. Do you pay attention to other sports? Um, some of them. Yeah, I do. Okay. So I mean, but you know who LeBron James is, of yeah? course. Like, yeah. Okay. So 
I I talk about him a lot. I'm a big basketball guy. I I have a tendency to like be. I mean, who, who am I kidding? LeBron James is just a good dude. Um, yeah, I agree I, with you. I feel and he's like 35, 36 years old, still like amazing at basketball, still very successful in the league. Could certainly win another championship this year like in a very good place, even though he's already been in the NBA for gosh, like half his life now, basically. Um, Do you see somebody and, and we could go back and forth on this. Uh, Say, you know, somebody uh, that is, I mean, I think Reddles is an extremely good example of this. Like Reddles just Drama aside, I don't want to get into that aspect of Reddles, but right. his work ethic is insane, clearly. Like he I has agree. been working really hard. He has continued to improve. Uh, and I think he's maybe 17 or 18 right now. How yeah, I, long I think he's 18, yeah. How long do you think somebody with Reddles or even Sipical and Ars like all of those guys just work really hard and are very passionate about the game? How long do you see players like that being able to play at the highest levels of Rocket League and and stay in the game if at they, a professional level? If they continue to just play professionally, if they just continue to play in these tournaments, uh, play in, in the RLCS, you know, keeping that work ethic that Reddles does have, um, just putting in again. I feel like I've said this so many times. Putting in the time to be as good as they are, they they'll they can go for years. Um, sometimes that's all it takes to get better at Rocket League is just playing with people who who are better than you. Um, that's what I tried to do when I was you know uh, around the champ rank. Is I joined seventy two PC and everyone in there was like pro level or or close to it. And I'm like, can I can I play private matches with you guys? And they all of them said yes, absolutely, come play with us. And I played with them for months and just got better and better and better at the game. So when these pros are just constantly um, in a situation where they're playing against the best players in the world, they're just going to stay right there. They're constantly uh, around other people who are doing exactly what they're doing. And you have the drive to do it. You got to have the drive to do it. Absolutely. I think that goes with everything. You have to have the want to do that. I, I mean, like, you know, with uh, with Rizzo retiring, he just didn't he didn't want to compete anymore. He wanted to he wanted to make content because that's what he enjoyed doing. He didn't have the competitive drive to be a professional player he's anymore. Just such a good content. He's such a he, good he's streamer. He's so good. He's he's the best Rocket League streamer, in my opinion, right now. Uh he's just a good guy. He knows yeah. how to create a community of people who, you know, they just like him. Yeah. You know, there, there's not a lot to dislike about Rizzo. I don't know anything to dislike about Rizzo to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but people will still, you know, hate on him because it's like, you didn't, you, you had the opportunity to be play for G2, man. Like what the heck dude? Like I would give anything to be in that position. It's like, well, he doesn't want it anymore, man. He did it for years. Mm-hmm. He he was one of the best. Um, you know, with you gotta have worst that drive. Controller schemes. I don't know what's up with that. I don't. I don't like, know how that, that works. That just started when he first started playing, and I guess he just couldn't get away from it. 
it worked for him. Works That's for all him. that matters. Yeah, but I I've seen that. I actually tried it myself. I'm like, yeah, this is just not it. I can't yeah, do it. Exactly. <laughs> I think so. I think what you're saying about because I've been doing the same thing, right? For years, I played with people that are better than me yeah. and just got to a certain point and stagnated. And I've seen him. There's there's this aspect of like self awareness and um just. I mean, the best way to put it is self-awareness of like what you're doing, what other people are doing and where the disconnect is to take, continue to take those steps because you can't just play with people that are better than you Uh, to a point. If you're not thinking about it, you might improve, but eventually you're going to hit a roadblock. I think there's a roadblock at every rank in the game. Unless you're like, like... Unless you're more uh, progression focused, like I need to work on this or this is what I'm working on. This is how I'm going to improve. And then you play some games and you're like, okay, I got this down, but then I screwed this up in this game. So I need to like the same thing happened to me recently. Like I missed two or three shots on the wall in the same game. And I'm like, and I've I mean, been doing that for years. I, I know. That's where you go to the drawing board and you're like, all right, I still am struggling off the wall. And then you go you go and practice that again. Right. It, it's just being like, uh, just, you know, I'm, I, at least for me, it was like, okay, I'm bad at this thing. I'm going to go work on that. I go work on that one thing. I don't work on anything else. Like if, if I play a game and I miss a wall hit, like you said. I go work on wall hits for at least 30 minutes. Mm. I go do that 30 minutes. And then I'm, I go play another game. And it's like, all right, what I do, what did I do bad that game? I'll go and I'll save the replay. I'll go watch that replay. And it's like, Oh, my uh, shadow defense was really bad in this game. Well, I'm going to go play once for an hour. That's where you get really good at that, you know, or I think there are a bunch of training packs for shadow defense now, but one B ones is probably the best way to get better at that. Um, it- it gets to a point where the pain of making that mistake over and over again and being aware of that mistake is worse than the pain of taking the time to train. Cause some people don't like training. Some people don't like being in free play or working on training packs, but would you rather just continue to make that mistake or take that- the few hours to improve and then not make that mistake anymore? Right. For for me, it's just like I, when I make a mistake, I never want to make it again. So I go and make sure that that doesn't happen as often, you know. And and then it's like not being so hard on yourself when it does happen, you know. It's like it's the game's hard. It's gonna happen every right. now and then. And it's it's just knowing that that's okay. Everyone, it's good to give level, yourself some grace. Absolutely, I think people are really hard on themselves with Rocket League, and they're really hard on other people you know, with the toxicity and ranked stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, how is that guy missing that save? I would I would have hit that ball every single time. And then, you know, three games down the road, you miss that easy save that you just gave that other guy flack about, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, you know, the, the game is just hard. And that's, I think if everyone just kind of knew, like, not everyone can be perfect and play exactly the way you want to and how you want everyone to play all the time, and, and just knowing that that's okay, just kind of dealing with it. 
if Definitely. that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's so much more complicated than it should be. I agree. <laughs> I wish it wasn't that complicated, man. Like that's I maybe that's what draws me into it because uh just thinking of golf, I think that's what drew me into that was that somebody said golf's the hardest sport to get really good at. And I go, "Okay, I'm going to go uh, play that sport." Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's a, well, yeah, okay, that's going to bring everyone up in arms and be like, "No, this sport's the hardest sport." And it's like, "Okay, you know, that's you can think that whatever. That's but for me, golf was the hardest sport to get good at to master. Well, and I was just saying, uh, like when I hear something like that, that gets me worked up as well. Like, oh, well, then I need to go do that. Exactly. Like, That's how the, I am. It's like, it's oh, I'm going to go challenge. do that and get good at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I like a challenge. That's why we all play video games. You know, that's that's what every game used to be in the past is like overcoming a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, this level is really hard. I'm going to go play that level a hundred thousand times until I beat that level or I beat the whole game. And now it's like, you know, Rocket League's, you know, it doesn't have levels. It has ranked or, or games or, or whatever you're doing in the game, trying to overcome those obstacles. And I mean, we get really deep with that and say that that's just how life works. Hmm. You know, it's just constantly overcoming it 100% stuff. Is. Um, you know, Definitely. I'm not trying to say Rocket League is life, you know, but, you know, if you're going that deep with it, it kind of makes sense. And it's true. Yeah. I mean, it like leveling up in anything is really not that much different than rocket league or life. Like you could take rocket league. Somebody could take my entire podcast and dub out rocket league for whatever they want to be improving on. And it's a blueprint of how to get better at that thing. Yep. I mean, like I've said a not few to times, my own is, horn or anything. No, I agree. I, you're totally right. Um, you know, putting in the time to get better at something that goes with everything in life. You, you put in the time you're like, okay, I'm not very good at, um, you know, let's at, at, at work or something this particular part of work, I'm just not very good at. And if you put in the time to get really good at it, you're going to get really good at it eventually. And you're going to mess up every now and then that happens, but th- that's how life works. You just overcome obstacles every day yes every they they do not stop no i mean yeah i mean i i think life would be boring if there weren't obstacles to overcome every day like if you were just given everything on a platter to you every day what would be the what's the point you would have everything you could ever want you're just you're just done you're not working for anything you didn't earn anything you just have it I I don't think I would want that, at least in my opinion. Yeah. I'd rather like put in the time to to earn it. Just like everybody else has to if they want something. Right. Uh and then actually achieve it. Okay, so I'm curious about that. Um and I, I wanna I wanna hear your your insights on this or, or what you think about it because at the start of season three, you set a goal for yourself or you said something that you wanted to do was get SSL and everything. And then I feel like on stream yesterday or today, somebody asked you about that and you're like, nah, nah, no, no, yep. uh-uh, no. It, it, it would be, if I wanted to do that, I would have to stop streaming. 
I would have to stop making TikToks. I would have to stop making YouTube videos. I probably couldn't be on this podcast with you right now. I'd have to be going and playing Rocket League. Like there is just so much time required to reach because SSL right now is like almost top hundred in every category, even the extra modes. You got to be top hundred in in that game mode to get that rank. Um, and I noticed that with like just as an example with my stream, when I was going and playing ranked every day, my streams were worse. People weren't uh, engaging as much with it. They didn't, you know. And my mood went down because I'm just solely focused on the game entirely so that I, you know, I, I'm focused on winning instead of interacting with my chat as yeah. an example. Right? Sure. An appeal to my stream is I read almost every message and I interact with everybody in the chat at once. Right. Mm-hmm. When I am completely engaged in a GC three match, I can't reach at. Right. I can't I if I'm distracted in any and at least that's for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm this 26-year-old guy who's losing his hand-eye coordination every day. Uh at least to these kids that I'm playing against in GC3, right? Um they they could be barely trying and 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 beat me. But uh that's it I'm still going to give it a try. I'm still going to go for it every now and then, but it's not going to be like a center focus of like what I'm doing. I think it would be cool to get that. And I do think it's an achievable goal that I can get. I just need to like segment it out where it's just not taking over everything that I do. Yeah. Because people are already asking like, did you, did you do it? And I'm like, the season came out like two weeks ago or Mm -hmm. or however long ago. It's like, give me some time. And they're like, well, you should be kind of done by now. Don't you think? I'm like, no, I have till August to get this done. Um, so I, I guess people are just impatient or they thought I'd get it by now, but it's like, guys, I'm not a pro player. I'm just Jake out here. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like the gap is still that large for you? Uh, it, it's a pretty large gap for me. Um, if I was still trying to be a professional player, like I was back in 2018, I think it would be, I, I could get it done pretty quickly, but now that I'm more focused on being a content creator, it's going to be really hard to get if, uh, if that makes sense. It's just sure. a totally different focus. Yeah. Uh, I think if I put in the time like I did back in 2018 to, to be a pro player, I could get SSL in every game mode in like the next month. But now that I have to, you know, edit these TikToks, edit these YouTube videos, stream five, six hours a day, take care of my dogs, you know, like, you know, have a life pretty much like, you know, doing what I do, you know, make sure I'm working out, eating healthy, all of those things. And then it's like, okay, now I got to get SSL and everything. This becomes very, very different, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Cause back then it's like, the only thing I did was rocket league. That's, that was the only focus. I went to work and then I got home and I played rocket league for 10 hours. And of course I'm going to rank up, playing that much but now it's like i got i got it's got too much going like as long as you're working on the right things exactly yeah you you can't just go out there and expect everything to go your way you gotta be like okay this didn't go my way let me go and fix that um and i tried that for three years he's right it doesn't work (laughs) it it doesn't it doesn't the game doesn't hand you anything doesn't hand you 
it's really annoying things that you want it's really annoying <laughs> and maybe maybe that's maybe that's the problem i'm so used to playing mmos and rpgs like oh if i just keep on playing this eventually i'll get enough experience points that i'll be able to do the things that i want to do right i i would um you ever seen the the south park episode the of the world of warcraft one you ever seen that i th- I think I've seen it, but I could not tell you anything right. about it. So they wanted to get to a certain level, but they couldn't like go out in the world and do quests because there was some griefer that was just killing everybody, right? Mm. He had like some he hacked into the system or, or whatever. So they go, All right, we're gonna go out in the woods and we're gonna kill boars. And they had to kill millions of boars over like a year long span to get to the level that they wanted to. So think about that with Rocket League. You can go out there and kill boars, but it's going to be a lot slower to to get to where you want to be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're doing the if you're putting in the work at the right things, then it's going to be a much faster process of getting there. Or um coming to terms with okay, I'm not good at this thing, I'm going to work on this thing because a lot of people and I'm I'm this way too, where I get a little bit arrogant, and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm I was just bad at that one time, you know. Like, I'm not bad at that, and then you are bad at that, and you just refuse to work on it. Yes, you gotta you gotta just put your head down and be like, all right, yeah, I am bad at that thing. I'm I'm bad at wall hits. I need to go work on wall hits. Then you actually go and do it. Yeah, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Well, and and so like another example for me is. Like I've always been extremely fascinated by air dribbles just in general, but like also off the wall. Like I've always thought that's one of the most entrancing things to me about Rocket League, like seeing somebody execute like a touch off the wall that they can follow perfectly and just whether it's spinny or not, just carry through the air to the goal is is like a work of art to me. I just, I love it to death. So I've spent a good amount of like actual hours practicing that through the years and just never have gotten like extremely consistent with it. And now that I've been working on how to read the ball, how to take off appropriately and effectively to get like a hits in different situations and just like how the direction of the ball plus the direction of my car, how they interact with each other and like how to hit the ball effectively to do certain things. Um, now that I like am working on all of those kind of like more micro skills and like intricacies of the game, doing the air dribbles off the wall and air dribbles off the ground have become more straightforward to me. Like I'm understanding them better. I'm right. getting those touches better. So it's it, it sometimes it's not even like oh I'm going to practice air dribbles today it's I'm going to try to understand if the ball is going right and I'm going left and we run into each other what happens and why Exactly like the really 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 small details though I don't want to you know it, this isn't necessarily me being super analytical about it and to understand how those little things work and some people are just more artistic or more like go with the flow or however you want to call it. Uh, and they just make it work. It's just like golf. Some people just have 
a swing that works and it's perfect. Yep. And some people, you know, have their swing down to a literal science and, and it's there are, rehearsed and practiced. There are pros in golf that have played golf going with the flow their entire career and they are a pro. And then there are people who are analytical and have like to a T gone through every part of their swing to make it perfect. And they are also a pro. So there's just two different ways to get to, well, not two different. There's tons of different ways to get to where you are. Yeah. Um, you just got to, like we said at the beginning, what's your play style? How Find do you out like what to learn works something? for you. Yes. Yeah. If for me, when it came to air dribbles is when I turned slow-mo on, you ever done that before? You turn on slow motion and you do air dribbles over and over again? No, um, but my would, yeah. my friend TJ has told me to do that many times and I have stubbornly refused. You, you got to do it. it. It'll help you with what you were saying, like doing those little tiny movements and understanding them. Well, I do. I, I think I'm okay. So this is me being stubborn again. And saying that, like, I do understand them better now, but like actually taking the time to understand them, finally, like get those little things and then be able to put them together is what really helped me because before I would just hit air dribble air after air dribble after a setup off the wall and not necessarily understand why things were happening. But now that I actually understand why something happens, I can work to fix it. Right. And I just didn't take the time. And, you know, maybe if I had done it in slow-mo, uh, I could have figured those things out faster or a little bit more efficiently. And I think part of it was I wasn't necessarily even looking for those things in the first place. Right. Yeah, I think that that's what a lot of players do. They don't they don't know what they should be looking for. Yeah. It, yeah. It's uh, I was wondering if that was the right way to say that. Um, they just don't know what to look at. It's like, okay, what part of this air dribble makes that happen? You know, like I, I'm I'm flying through the air and I think I'm doing what this person is doing to be so good at this air dribble, but it just doesn't happen for me. Mm -hmm. Why is that? For me, putting it in slow-mo and being like, oh, I am doing this weird movement in here that's making it not work. Yes. Then getting rid of that and or or fixing it. Mm -hmm. um, that's where it went to the next level for me and where I could understand it for, for someone else. It may just be doing it a million times in normal, normal speed. Right. And just going with the flow and it naturally just being like, okay, I know how to do it. Right. Um, and then for other people, it was never hard to begin with. And for other people, they, they never want to figure it out and they never will. Well, and I'm, you know, like some people will just into like intuitively, get to that point, um, which is awesome. And yeah. th now that I'm actually like being, uh, again, aware of that situation, now it is becoming more uh, natural for me to look at the ball in a different way so that I can get those touches more consistently and set up my car more consistently in, in the ways that I need to, to get the right touches. Exactly. Yep. So here's something interesting um, that I, I'd be intrigued um, to see what your results would be on your stream, especially since you have, uh, you know, the large 
TikTok following that kind of flows into your Twitch stream. Like when people, I almost feel like somebody that has to come into a Twitch stream or chooses to come into a Twitch stream to ask what they should do to rank up instead of digging into like what they're doing to find something to do to rank up, like is already at a disadvantage because they're expecting. So it's, it's, it's kind of back and forth because like, I don't, I don't want to completely generalize because you are kind of a coach to everyone all at once when you're doing something like that. So somebody could come in and just be genuinely looking for some coaching and there is a possibility that it could just be laziness of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to rank up. I don't want to. And I am not making the effort to like discover that on my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they are, they'll come into the Twitch stream or they'll post a comment on TikTok saying like, Hey, I am this rank. How do I get to this rank? It's like, there's a million things you could do right. to do that, right? Like I, I don't know until I see how you play. Um, like what, what do you do that you need to improve on? And that's why I do replay reviews on my streams every now and then. Um, you know, I I get to see from their perspective what they're doing, and I can ask them like, what were you thinking? Not like saying like, what were you thinking here, but like, what were what was going through your mind when you when you did this? And they'll tell me, and I'll be like, okay, so if you did this, you know, it would be a lot easier. And then they go, oh, you're right, <laughs> or 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 they don't understand it and they get stubborn and they're like, well, I did it because of this, or it just depends on the person. This the whole game depends on who you are. Um especially when it comes to like, I want to go from this rank to this rank. There's a million different ways that you can get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could literally just say anything, work on your shot accuracy. Yep. I literally have, well, what I do is I say, go to my TikTok. I make tons of videos that can help you there. Go, go do one of those things. Do you have if a, do you have a stream deck? I do have a stream deck. Yeah. You, you should make a scene, uh, that when somebody asks that question, you just put push the button. That's basically like a soundboard. That's just go to my go to my TikTok, and it like flashes <laughs> your TikTok up on I, the screen. I could do that, and it it would I would press that button a hundred times. Yeah, over the course of a three hour stream, like it's all everyone wants to ask is right. How do I go from this rank to this rank? And then I could press that button, like you're saying, and be like, go to my TikTok. I've made a hundred videos on how yeah. to how to get better. And um, you could make like one of those uh, random buttons and make like 10 different scenes or 20 oh, different yeah, scenes. A random so thing. Every yeah. single time it's something different. So it's not <laughs> the same thing, but it's basically the same thing. That oh, would, yeah, uh, I could. Yeah, I, it could be. Uh, you know, someone could use their channel points and be like, "Jake, press the random button. Yeah. Give us, give us, a, give us a tip." And oh. you know, I'll press it, and you're like, "Oh, go work on your shot accuracy." And then, oh, that's a good idea. I like that. But, I like uh, that. I like that a lot. <laughs> so on my stream, I'm I'm in sales. Uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm still on the up and up on the working on actually turning this thing into something that you know pays the bills on a consistent basis. But uh, right. so I'm in sales, and I get calls you know, randomly throughout the day that I have to take. So I have a button on my stream deck 
that brings up songs uh, and then me kind of talking over the song just about like how I'm in sales and I have to take calls and appreciate people being patient like while I'm taking this call. And it will just come up with a random one whenever I'm like doing that. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, it's it's fun. Um, but yeah. I think I think that would be really cool. Like if somebody asks you how to rank up, you just push this button and you could even have like a bunch of your TikToks in there. Like and it just plays your TikTok like over to the left side of the screen. Uh, oh, I love that. That's actually a really good idea. And you just sit there for 45 seconds and do whatever you're <laughs> doing. Like you could have another overlay with your TikTok on a third of the screen, you on the other side of the screen, and you just listen to it for 45 seconds. And then it goes back to your normal Rocket League screen, and then you go back to what whatever you were talking about. Yeah, and yeah, I I actually really like that idea. I need yeah. I I've just got the, like the mini version of the Stream Deck, so oh you know, man, I can, I, I can play like ads and then spam emotes whenever whenever somebody uh, fake. Yeah, it, every time someone fake donates, we time them out for ten minutes, and I get to run an ad. That's the yeah. deal I made with the chat, and they all actually get excited for ads now because of that. Because for whatever reason, I guess people think it's funny to just fake donate. Is that like in the chat when they do like the slash me? Donated? Yeah, they do. They do slash like a color. I don't even know how they do it, but they change like the display of the yeah. chat where mm -hmm. it like makes their text colorful. Yeah, I don't and know it, how people and it, do I that. I guess it's like for them to make me think that they actually donated money when it's very obvious that they didn't, you know? <laughs> And it's like, I know they're just not very old. They're just young and they think it's funny. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't bother me. It's like not, it's just not something that I find funny. Right. Um, but it doesn't bother me. It's just like, it happens so often for a few weeks that somebody in my chat's like, Jake, we, we need to just time these people out and you should like be able to do something on that. And I go, how about I run an ad every time someone does that? And everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. You know, it's, it's weird, but I don't understand why they do it. But now it's like a thing whenever it happens, it's like, oh yeah, let's go. You get to do, I don't know. That's the beauty <laughs> of internet and like creating a community, right? It's those little things that make that your stream. Exactly. As opposed yeah. to somebody else's. And, you know, that's that's the cool thing about it, especially when, you know, the people that are always there and hanging out with you uh, get behind it. And they're Absolutely. like, oh, you're getting timed out, sucker. <laughs> and they'll and they'll be like, why did I get timed out? What what happened? You know, it's probably because it's their first time being there and they were just trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. uh, but everyone else who's a regular, they're like, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know. Yeah. I was actually in your stream today uh, when that happened um, and I thought about doing it because I, I was going to send a message in your chat like, hey, are we still going to do this later? But I didn't I didn't know if you would see it or not. So I decided not to do that. But when you started okay. talking about the donations, uh, yeah, you didn't miss it. So don't you don't have to feel bad. Oh, OK, so good. When you started talking about uh, the donations, I was like, oh, maybe I want to do this and just get timed out <laughs> and then send them a I'm message sure, later. Hey, I'm fine with that. If they want me to spam ads, I will, you know? <laughs> Bring it on. Exactly. I'm surprised like a big group of them haven't come in and be like, all right, we're playing ads for 10 minutes. See you later. <laughs> good stream, everybody. Yeah. I mean, and then I, I'll say like, hey, this is a good incentive. This is a good time to sub if you sub. You don't, you don't get to see any of these ads. And then 
you know, I, I just to joke around with the people who aren't subs. I'll be like, all right, now everyone lol w at the at the plebs because they have to watch, you know, a Twitch ad lol. <laughs> I I actually saw that part before it gave me my ad. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I like to say it before I press the button. Oh, no, it's okay. Nice. <laughs> like, you know, this uh, should probably sub if you don't want to see these ads. It never works. But I know, I know, uh, you know, like Ninja used to do that. And he was like, you guys ever heard of Twitch Prime? And then you'd get like 5,000 Prime subs right then and there. It's insane. Living the good life. Absolutely. Speaking of living the good life, we have been living the good life for a cool hour and a half now. It oh, went, wow. Yeah, exactly. Nice. That went very quickly. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. I agree. Uh, so I'm going to start winding down the show as I do uh, with every single episode of The Infinite Boost. So the first part of that is, uh, Jake, any final thoughts that you might have? for the listeners of the infinite boost podcast any final thoughts which has nothing to do with plugging your socials because that's next oh okay nothing to do with plugging socials okay um i think i said it like probably the thing i said over and over again this stream or this not the stream this this cast put in the time and rocket league will give it back to you it it the game is hard don't be so hard on yourself it's hard for everyone, even though sometimes it seems like people are getting ahead of you. I promise you, they're not. It's okay. Just just keep playing the game. It will give back to you. Even, like There are lots of times where it's like, okay, this game hates me. It doesn't. <laughs> I swear it doesn't. It honestly probably doesn't even know you exist. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I, I, that's the number one thing I wish people in Rocket League would, uh, would do is calm down. Calm oh, down man. a little bit. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. It's going to be okay, guys. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. Nice. That's it. Yeah. And where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me probably on Twitch. I try to stream every day. It's just twitch.tv slash A-G-T-J-A-K-E, Agent Jake. Um, I just started a Twitter like two months ago. And that's at Jake FRST Farm still. Is that um, going to be switching anytime soon? No, I can't. It'll probably stay that way for a while. Okay. But yeah, that's not changing. Um, and I make TikToks. If you want to go check that out, it's just AG, AGT Jake, just like the Twitch. Uh, if you want to check that out, appreciate it. Nice. Excellent. Be sure to check those out. Uh, and hop in that Twitch chat and ask him how to rank up. See, yeah, see please if, do see if he has updated his stream yet by the time this episode is out. No, I'm going to do those things. He said, that's a I, good idea. I love it. I, I look forward to seeing it. I, I like those like finding cool and like unique ways to feature content and just spice things up a little bit. So I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. And a way to use all of your, like, you have so many TikToks. You might as well be, like, putting those to use other places. Yeah, I agree. You're right. I usually just plug it and be like, go to my TikTok. Yeah. Go over there. Now you can bring the TikTok to them. Exactly. Nice. Okay. And last but not least, uh, you, I 
like to give my uh, guests an opportunity to ask a question of the audience. An opportunity to ask the audience. So you can ask them a question and they'll come to your stream and be like, hey, I listen to the Infinite Boost podcast and this is my answer to your question because they do that all the time, right guys? You do that all the time. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. What do I ask them? What have other people asked? I don't know. Me either. Um, I forget. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't have to be about Rocket League. It could be about anything. Okay. I'll ask them, uh, what's their favorite sport? Ooh. I want to know their favorite sport. What's your favorite sport? It's it's between uh, golf and hockey, actually. I, I like watching uh, the St. Louis Blues. Uh, oh yeah <laughs> fair weather fan huh not fair weather i was a fan when they were bad yeah prove it <laughs> uh do you still play a lot of golf um not as much as i could before uh because of, i wait you, had, you had an injury damage. right yeah i have nerve damage in my right wrist that i just don't want to uh get surgery on to fix sure uh I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to retire from the game and uh, and pursue something else. And that's how I got into content creation. Uh-huh. Um, but I can still play golf. Like, I can go out and play 18 holes and not feel much pain. That's uh, good. Just the amount of golf balls required to be a professional player is just way over what I can do. Sure. Like, the the practice balls and, and the play time and, and everything like that. And but I still go out and play. Absolutely. That, that doesn't affect your Rocket League at all? No, it's like a different part of my hand, I guess. Huh. It, it just or a different part of the wrist. I, mean, I know that's good. that some people do have like hand injuries from playing too many video games. Sure. Um, but I, I guess it's just a different muscle because I've just never had an issue with it. That's good. Which is great. Yeah. Oh man, I was just about to ask you something else and I can't remember what it was gonna be. Hockey, golf. It it completely left me. I have no idea where I was going. That's unfortunate because it was good. Oh, was it? It was good. What a, what a cliffhanger. I've never ended (laughs) the show on a cliffhanger before. Oh, that's content, man. Just end it right there. I think I'm going to. (laughs) Good. You're never going to know. I always end that episode the same way with, uh, have them ask it, have them figure it out and ask what they think you were going to ask. That'll, that'll be my question to them to come to the Twitch stream and ask me, what do you think Tom was going to ask me? Oh, no, I but see. I lost. already ended it. I oh, you theoretically already... <laughs> already ended it when uh, I said, I've never ended the show with a cliffhanger before. Oh, I just cut it right there. I just cut it right there. Nice. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What was it going to be? I don't know. Me? We're talking about uh, hockey. Fairweather fan uh, that I'm not. But it, um, we were talking about injuries, golf, and then yeah. I feel like it had something to do with a video game or something, and it just it just completely went away, and that's that just blows my mind. Hmm. Favorite game? I don't know. Because it's not Rocket League. <laughs> What? Definitely not. Rocket League is not even in my top ten favorite games, dude. Really? Not even close. I don't even. I wouldn't even put it in my top twenty. 
No shot. I mean, you enjoy playing the game, though. Yeah, right? yeah, I enjoy playing the game, and I love I love streaming it and helping people get better at it. But there are just so many good games out there that I have like loved to death. Oh, that... that's that's so interesting. Yeah, like I, and I, th- I am I th- not. I think that's the only reason that I'm still here because I love Rocket League. Like I, I, love I, it. I love it too. But there are just some games that I just, you know, I hold d- near and dear. You know, like, like what? COD, COD Four. Modern War, the original Modern Warfare, like that is just that's top ten for me. I'm a big Dark Souls guy. I love Dark mm. Souls, the entire series, even Sekiro, Bloodborne. Those are amazing. Loved Hellblade. I'm so excited for Hellblade Two. Um, and then my number one game of all time is Sly Cooper Two: Band of Thieves on the PlayStation Two back Bizarre. in like 2004. That was my number one game still. So there is one game that like holds an extremely like deep place in my heart. And that is secret of evermore. Okay. So do you know, secret of that. secret of mana? Do you remember that game on the super Nintendo? I'm a bit I never had a super. Ni- I've never yeah, had I'm a old. super Nintendo. So I, so uh, Nintendo 64 was my first. Okay um i jammed hard on the super nintendo the snes some people that are silly pants call it the snes and they should go to prison (laughs) um anyways so there was a the creator of final fantasy square soft at the time had like these more action style rpgs the the really really popular one was secret of mana but then they also came out one with one called secret of evermore you play this kid who gets sucked into this like teleport thing with his dog and you go through these different worlds. And whenever you're in a different world, your dog takes a different form. Um, But I just like fell in love with the game. It was one of the game. It was, it was like the first game that I ever played all the way through in terms of like an RPG. So I just have like that very emotional, nostalgic connection to it. And yeah, I've never played it. I, I finally, it I had finally beat it, um, and then I, I can't remember if I was just like beating it again or uh, like I restarted the game to like play it again, and I saved over the save of no. me beating it, and I, Oof. I lost it. Like I cried <laughs> oh. for like ten minutes. Gosh, man, that's that's rough. Like, and I still remember that to this day. (laughs) Like, it it is bad. It. I'm so sorry. It hit me in the feels really, really (laughs) bad. But I still like that's that was easily like one of the. And I don't even know if it's a good game. Like, I was so young when I played it. I don't even know if it's like really. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it holds that place in your heart, it's a good game. It was good enough, right? Exactly. It was good for you. Then it's a good game. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, uh, I don't need, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I think what I'm going to do is probably just like act, put a bunch of silence in between this part and like, like where I said cliffhanger, I'm going to put some dead silence and then I'm going to put the rest of this. And this is the actual end of the show. Like, like, oh, it's, 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 it's like a, an Easter egg at the end. Like a Marvel movie. Yeah. The end oh yeah. Credits. Yeah. I like that. I should start doing that more often. That like yeah, give people who actually stick through the entire thing like a little little spice at the end. Yeah, a little, little bit surprise. of that casual extra conversation for the people that for the people that care. 
Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I like it. Okay. Well, then I'm actually going to end the show and say, uh, as I always do, uh, Jake, this has been fun. Thank you for uh, coming to hang out with me for a while. I, well, thank you I, for having me on. Oh, I yeah, really enjoyed definitely. It. It, was, it was a blast. I'm, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do it. But as always, thank you for the boost. <laughs>